Welcome to The Veteran Doctor. This podcast is for everyone interested in improving their knowledge on veteran-centric topics. Veterans have dedicated their lives to serving their country, so now it's our turn to serve them as they transition back into their civilian lives. One thing that's been discovered is that there's a knack of knowledge in the availability of resources and how to properly navigate the social systems available to veterans upon exiting the military. This podcast purpose is to bridge those gaps of knowledge and guide veterans to resources and the much-needed information they so deserve. The Veteran Doctor is hosted by Dr. John Heinzelman, who has a master's degree in sports and performance psychology and a doctorate of philosophy in psychology, where his specialty lies in research psychology. He is also a retired Army Airborne Infantry veteran with 22 years of service. So sit back, relax, and enjoy The Veteran Doctor. Good morning, veterans, family, friends, and everyone else who's listening in on the second episode of The Veteran Doctor. My name is Dr. John Heinzelman, and I am your host and the founder of The Veteran Doctor. So first off, some of you are probably wondering why this podcast is called The Veteran Doctor. Great question. And you're probably also wondering if I'm really a doctor. Yes, I am. Not in the medical sense, but I do have a PhD. So my academic resume includes a master's degree in sports and performance psychology and a doctorate in psychology where my specialty lies in research. I am also a retired Army Airborne Infantry veteran with 22 years of service, so veteran doctor kind of fits. And if you keep on listening, you'll see how this all works out. You probably realize that this week's episode has to do with something with Christmas, with all that Christmas music. And you're right, we're discussing holidays and veterans. During this time of year, it is always a wonderful time for most people, but for many it can be stressful and conflicting times due to past events in their lives. Many veterans have deployed multiple times during the holidays, and currently many soldiers are deployed during this holiday season. Many experience an array of emotions during this time of year, from injuries in combat during the holiday period. So it is good to think of the holidays with a whimsical feeling of warmth, comfort, and good cheer to help compensate for the negative experiences of the past. How is this done, you ask? It's not very easy, but there are many ways to do so. Being with family is a great way to help distract these negative feelings. The holidays offer a unique opportunity for families to connect and spend quality time together having fun, being local, or away from home. Another way is to decorate your house for Christmas both inside and outside to spread good cheer with other neighbors. This can be infectious in the neighborhood and fun for everyone if you do so in a creative and constructive manner. Another great way is to volunteer or donate to veteran organizations. During this time of year, they have Christmas tree wish lists, Christmas dinners, shelters that need help to provide for veterans and their families which are having either tough times or may either experience stress from deployment overseas. This brings up another important subject of the soldiers that are currently deployed. Do not forget about them. We were those guys too one time in the past. We know how it feels to be deployed during the holidays. They need words of encouragement from people who have been there and can relate with what's going on over there. Here are some helpful tips in letter writing to deployed soldier members. This is both therapeutic for them as well as it is for you. Here's the first tip on letter writing. 
Send the letter soon and keep writing. If they are deploying, get the letter out as soon as possible when you get the address. I would say just keep writing even if it's only once a week. Next, ask how they can encourage their spouse and children. I am sure they will be strongly encouraged when they see their wife encouraged, more so when someone else speaks to them directly. Next, words of encouragement and words of appreciation. Tell them what we appreciate you, your service, support, and sacrifice. Thank them. Next, talk about positive things. Don't write about any drama at home. Next, Bible verses and inspirational quotes. Include uplifting, motivating quotes and Bible passages. I'll talk about them later. Next, sports. Write about sports or anything that will make them feel connected to home and get their minds off what they're, what they're doing. Next, always include accomplishments, no matter how small. Next, always talk about you. Write about your day, the weather, your job, your family. It keeps them interested. Next, ask about plans after deployment. Things that will encourage them and think about something else. I know thinking about plans after multiple deployments and TDY is always encouraging. Next, kids. Artwork from and cards from kids are always appreciated. Next, personal contact information. If you'd like to provide an opportunity for your soldiers to respond, feel free to include a return address or an email address. However, do not expect that, will, that you'll get a response. Remember, they are serving in a combat zone. Next, photos. Yes, include photos. And did you know you can send a photo postcard right from your iPhone or Android or computer? Next, if you don't know who will be receiving the letter, you may want to begin the letter with Dear Service Member to be inclusive to all branches of services, both male and female service members. And then remember, there's a free mailing program for all U.S. Armed Forces. If you choose to enclose a self-addressed envelope, to the recipient and respond, don't bother with to include any stamps if they are serving in the countries that are predetermined deployment addresses. The USPS will have that list. Please consider a few additional thoughts. Avoid politics. Don't ask their opinion on the war. Don't ask about what's going on. Don't ask if they're killing anyone. Don't say is it a vacation. Obviously deployments are not, but a three or four month the TDY isn't a vacation either for when soldiers are alone. Definitely do not say how wonderful it will be to miss out on the responsibilities of life, kids, and home. I personally hate this comment with a passion, yet hear it all the time. A soldier, at least male soldiers, at least me, need to hear that they are needed. Helping with the kids, encouraging my significant other both emotionally and spiritually, whether in person, on the phone, email, letter, or webcam, makes me needed. For me, this is likely my number one issue. Don't expect a response. As much as they would like to respond and thank you for your kindness, you must remember they're in a combat zone and they most likely will not get a chance to write you back. Don't include loose glitter or confetti. It could take two to three weeks for your card or letter to arrive. Keep in mind when sending cards for specific holidays. Note specific letter writing requirements for some organizations. For example, some organizations prefer that you don't include return contact information or photos. Do not send cards or letter addressed a recovering American soldier or any wounded soldier. 
care to Walter Reed Army Medical Center. Do not send cards, letters addressed to any service member or any wounded service member. The U.S. Postal Service will not accept them. So the next section I want to give you is some encouraging quotes you may want to insert into your letters. The first quote is, These are the times that try men's souls. The summer soldier and the sunshine patriot will, in these crises, shrink from the service of their country. But he that stands by it now deserves the love and thanks of man and woman. Thomas Paine, 1776. Never in the face of human conflict has so much been owed by so many to so few. Winston Churchill. Where we loved is home, home that our feet may leave, but not our hearts. Oliver Wendell Holmes, Sr. This nation will remain the land of the free only so long as it is the home of the brave. Elmer Davis. You can kiss your family and friends goodbye and put miles between you, but at the same time you carry them in your heart, your mind, your stomach, because you do not just live in a world, but a world lives in you. Frederick Buckner. God will not be present when his people are on trial. He will stand in court as their advocate to plead on their behalf. Charles Hayden Spurgeon. You are valuable because you exist, not because of what you do or what you have done, but simply because you are. Max Lucudo. Be assured if you walk with him and look to him and expect help from him, he will never fail you. George Mueller. The stars may fall, but God's promises will stand and be fulfilled. J.I. Packer. Never be afraid to trust an unknown future to the known God. Corey Ten Boom. Character cannot be developed in ease and quiet. Only through experiences of trial and suffering can the soul be strengthened, vision cleared, ambition inspired, and success achieved. Helen Keller. So the next section of the podcast is going to be encouraging scriptures that you might want to send to a uh, fellow service member. So here we go. Number one, it is the Lord who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Do not fear or dismay. Deuteronomy 31, 8. Number two, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Joshua 1, 9. Number three, I will lie down and sleep in peace, for you are alone, O Lord. Make me dwell in safety. Psalms 4, 8. Number four, the Lord is a stronghold for the oppressed, a stronghold for times of trouble. And those who know your name put their trust in you, for you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. Psalms 9, 9. Number five, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Psalms 23, 4. Number six, but I trust in you, O Lord, I say, you are my God, my times are in your hands, deliver me from my enemies, and from those who pursue me. Psalms 31, 14, and 15. Number seven. You are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. Psalms 32, seven. Number eight. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. Psalm 32, eight. Our soul waits for the Lord. 
He is our help and our shield. For our heart is glad in him, because we trust in his holy name. Let your steadfast love, O Lord, be upon us, even as we hope in you. Psalms 33, 20-22. Number 10. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Psalms 46, 1. Number 11. Cast your burden on the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. Psalms 55:22. Number 12. My hand will sustain him. Surely my arm will strengthen him. Psalms 89:21. Number 13. Psalms 91. This psalms is also known as the soldier psalms. Verse 1. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Verse 2. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Verse 3. Surely He will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. Verse 4. He will cover you with His feathers and under His wing you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. Verse 5. You will not fear the terror of night nor the arrow that flies by day. Verse 6 nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. Verse 7, a thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. Verse 8, you will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. Verse 9, if you say, the Lord is my refuge, and you make the Most High your dwelling. Verse 10, no harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent. Verse 11. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. Verse 12. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. Verse 13. You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample on the great lion and the serpent. Verse 14, because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. Verse 15, he will call on me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. Verse 16, with long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Another verse of scripture, number 14, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. Psalms 139, seven through 10. Number 15, fear not for I am with you. Be not dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you, I will help you, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Isaiah 41.10 Number 16 But now thus says the Lord, He who created you, O Jacob, He who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned, and the flame shall not consume you. Isaiah 43, 1 and 2. Number 17. 
Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Matthew 11, 28 and 29. Number 18. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guide your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. Philippians 4, 6 and 7. And number 19. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Philippians 4, 13. So hopefully this provides you with some ideas and inspiration to help other veterans or help you keep your mind off of bad experiences of your past during these holidays. It is always a great way to give back during the holidays, which is the whole concept of giving thanks during this time of year. The holidays is a time to celebrate with family and friends while enjoying the good cheers of what all the holiday brings. Remember, we are always welcome to feedback on this podcast to help improve its content or come up with some new ideas. So please email us at info at johneheintzelman.com. That's info at J-O-H-N-E-H-E-I-N-T-Z-E-L-M-A-N.com. So hopefully, I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Veteran Doctor. I hope you come back and visit us again on our next episode of Helping Veterans Cope with PTSD during the holidays and more helping ideas. So until next time, take care, be safe, and enjoy the holidays. And I hope you enjoy these parting memories. Have a good one.